This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday the 14th of June. Justin, Combank reckons that house prices are going to tank 18% Ooh. in Sydney and Melbourne over this year and next year. And that's all thanks to rising interest rates. B-Man, Meta is officially parting ways with Facebook. What? Now, we know the Zuck rebranded Facebook to Meta last year. But now it's made things official by trading on the share market under the ticker META ah. instead of FB. Ah, three legitimate stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. After a rocky few years, Virgin Australia has announced its return to Ooh. profitability and is now even considering listing on the ASX as early as next year. This is a monstrous comeback from a company that was on their knees, Brett. <laughs> what is the story? So Virgin Australia is the Aussie subsidiary of Richard Branson's Virgin Company. Part of the same company as Virgin Active Gyms, Virgin Record Label and Virgin Galactic. But it's Virgin by name, but not really by ownership anymore. Yeah, yeah. in fact, Brett, the Virgin Group only owns 5% of of the rebooted Virgin Australia Airlines. Now, Jazzy Boy, when COVID hit, mm-hmm. things at Virgin Australia, they took a bit of a turn, like yeah. went into voluntary administration <laughs> turn. But private equity group Bain Capital swooped in to rescue it and they bought the airline for around 573 million bucks. And a few years later, it looks like Virgin is back in black. Yep, the company CEO said the airline has officially returned to profitability. Tick. And now they're considering listing on the ASX as early as next year. Oh, double tick. So what is the key learning here? Private equity companies like Bain Capital, they exist to take over struggling or undervalued businesses. And once they take over a company, their aim is to increase the company's performance or profitability and then sell it off at a much greater value. Kind of like flipping houses, but flipping companies. (laughs) But Brett, to achieve that profit at the end, private equity firms need to do a pretty large business renovation. And generally, it's about a three-stage process. Number one, they acquire the company, take it private as a result of the acquisition. Then they restructure the company. You know, looking at its financials and figuring out ways to cut costs and maximise revenue. And then, Brett, they sell the company to another investor or take it public. And it looks like Bain's chosen the public path. Mm -hmm. For our second story, Microsoft is partnering with Samsung to launch Xbox on Samsung smart TVs without an Xbox (laughs) console. Don't mind a bit of a corporate corporation, (laughs) Jazzy Boy. What's happening with this one? Okay, so we know that Microsoft is the nearly $2 trillion US dollar company founded in the mid-70s. We're talking the makers of Microsoft Word and Excel mm-hmm. and PowerPoint. And most importantly, Microsoft Paintbrush, <laughs> the OG Canva. They also own the Xbox gaming console. And Samsung? Well, it's the South Korean company started in the 1930s, which specializes mainly in tech hardware like TVs and smartphones. Now, Justin, recently, Microsoft and Samsung have been getting real, <laughs> real chummy. Mm-hmm. And now Samsung will partner with Microsoft to offer the Xbox Game Pass in its Samsung Galaxy store. This basically means you won't even need a gaming console to play Xbox anymore. And Brett, this ain't all. Microsoft and Samsung have also started partnering on everything from mobile gaming bundles and also integrating their software. And this shows a real willingness for Microsoft to move the Xbox console away from the center of its gaming experience. So what is the key learning here? The strategy between the two big gaming houses on this planet, Mm -hmm. that's Microsoft's Xbox and Sony's PlayStation, have officially diverted. Xbox's aim is 
no longer to sell the most consoles, but to accumulate the most players. And that's because Xbox has chosen to go down the path of subscription gaming. So you could access the games on a traditional Xbox console. It could be on a smartphone or a tablet. (laughs) (laughs) Or it could be on a smart Samsung TV. And it's all part of their mission to reach 3 billion. That's right, 3 billion (laughs) gamers globally. Whereas PlayStation, they've stuck with the more traditional path of exclusive games with exclusive consoles. It's going to be very interesting to see which of these paths actually wins out. Or Brett, maybe there could be two winners in this market, which is traditionally a winner's takes all. For our third and final story, Campbell's Soup just posted its earnings result and it's cooked up a 7% (laughs) sales jump for the last three months. That is some very tasty earnings, Brett. Mm. Tell me more. So Campbell's Soup is a global food company Mm -hmm. and its flagship product is the old canned soup. The old canned soup that was famously painted by Andy Warhol. Uh Founded more than 150 years ago and has grown into a 14 billion US dollar company. And Brett, the times are a rolling for this soupy goodness. (laughs) Their net sales increased by 7% year on year to 2.13 billion US dollars. And Campbell's Soup reckons if the economy hits a major recession, it'll stay on track. Talk me through that. Well, that's because of Campbell's broad stable of food brands like V8 and Kettle. Mm -hmm. There's a broad mix of cheap foods for basically everyone. Very, very cost conscious. So what is the key learning here? As our behaviours change with the seasons, Mm -hmm. so do our food habits. And Brett, fast-moving consumer goods companies need to diversify their product range to appeal to all people in all seasons. And luckily for Campbell's, Mm -hmm. it can cover nearly any meal at any time (laughs) of the year. And that's thanks to a number of mergers and acquisitions, which saw it take over companies like V8, Prego and Kettle. In fact, research shows, Jazzy Boy, that people are 3.4 times (laughs) less likely to buy something like an ice cream in the cold months than they do in the hot ones. To our special friends listening to What The Flux on Apple Podcasts, yes, we have a very small favour to ask. If you're enjoying the pod, please make sure to give us a five-star rating and review to help us continue growing. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) 